in. We are live. Coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. Your host, Zach Schwartz, in the studio with the one, the only, Barry Sterner. You get a cool background. Yeah, you. we got our own Ansel Adams photography right here. You it should put... No hair can't even hear you. Talking to the mic. Why is that no hair when you got so much hair? Take some of mine, but uh, but yeah, you should put one of your little logos there on the photo so no one can steal it. But uh, I guess we have Townstone on the on the picture there. Um, Anyone can use my photos; they're free. So check us out: nmlsconsumeraccess.org, one three six six three nine. What is in the news today is those Boeing leaked uh, emails or messages. I think I'd rather was... talk about if you're pres- uh, pregnant. I'm not pregnant. But if you are pregnant, did we have people asking if I, I was pregnant? Think you should either name no. your, your kid um, Mookie or Chris because Mookie, Mookie, Mookie Bettis just got twenty six million dollars, and Chris Bryant just got eighteen point yeah, five million. I have a Mookie feeling. Mookie or Chris? What sport do they play? The baseball, same sport. Baseball. Yeah. I have a feeling uh, Mookie didn't get the, that paycheck because of so his name. It's a cool name. He's my favorite. Player. Sure, but Mookie Bettis is my favorite. I bet if, if he's good though, he'll sell disproportionate jerseys because people won't want a Mookie jersey. Somehow or another, the Cubs got to get Mookie. We'll all be young. Mookie, <laughs> he's the best. So Boeing, uh, not looking good for them. You know they had those issues with that seven thirty seven Max, and uh, you know comes out these emails or these whatever. Um, looks like internal messaging within Boeing. They're saying it was the plane was designed um, designed by clowns who were supervised by monkeys. Not a very you like that, don't you? It's just not a very good picture for like you know a, an airline or a, a plane manufacturer having kind of almost a lackadaisical approach to safety because you know. One of those things is like you're driving your car. Boeing builds the best airplanes in the whole wide world. Sure. But you're driving your car and the thing breaks down. You can like pull over to the side of the road. You're 10,000, however many thousand feet in the air. The thing breaks down. You're in trouble. Maybe they lost their way on Um, this particular So that, you know, one model. Yeah. It looks like one, the government wasn't doing its job in terms of oversight. They were basically syncophants, right? I think is the word like, yes, men to you know the boeing people and did a lot of shortcuts and this plane came to market and a lot of the pilots didn't have the proper training or the plane itself was faulty and not safe and uh looks like at least some people inside boeing knew about it ahead of time that's not good um so that's one thing so the other piece of boeing news is kind of connected with the other one um, is in Iran, there was another Boeing plane that seemed to kind of just blow up in the middle of the sky. You know, my first thought was like, oh, no, is that... Your conspiracy theory. Well, I was like, is that the same plane? That is not good for Boeing. And then, yes, my conspiracy theorist mine is like, this is the Iranian government. It's not the um, same plane because there's no Maxis flying in the world. Right. So it wasn't that same plane, it turned out. But then in a, either way, my my conspiracy mind went to this is the Iranian government trying to undermine an American institution. You know, Boeing is a company, you know, representative of America. There's no other airline manufacturer, uh, airplane manufacturer. You know, it's Boeing versus Airbus, U.S. versus the rest of the world there. And this is right after, you know, our our uh, strike on the Iranian general in Iraq. We 
this this thing happens. And I was like, yeah, this is Iran basically trying to take down a big American company. Because you're a conspiracy theorist. Right. And, and then, you know, the first day the news is like, no, the plane like blew up or, or whatever. Something happened. To and now it's turning out like I was right in a way. Except instead of the Iranians like purposely trying to screw up an American company, this is them just like not knowing what the heck is going on. It seems like Inspector Clouseauing their airspace. Like you know, they How had this. How were you right when you were when you when you when because you were saying that they were trying to take take down America? By, I said by it was Iran. I was right on that piece. Versus it being like some manufacturing default or human error with the piloting. This thing was shot out of the sky. There's like a shaky cell phone video, and I know it's probably so easy to to fake this stuff, but you know, it was supposedly verified showing the plane and like basically spontaneously blowing up. Like I I I feel terrible for every single person and their families that was on it. Um, because this is just a level of incompetence that you don't want it, you don't want the combination of this incompetence with that level of like missile technology right like well, we don't want you, to be you can be in airplanes near missiles well you're always not going a good idea. you're always going to be why because you're flying over you know when you're flying from new york to to california you're flying over places we could shoot missiles but for some reason like the united states hasn't had like that issue where we've shot down a commercial airliner thinking it was you know uh, an, another pearl harbor attack and iran was on guard they had just had this you know attack surprise attack on them and uh, i don't who knows but somebody screwed up iran was on guard they were shooting missiles at us and right. one of their missiles instead of being shot at us they shit the plane you think though they were aiming at something else and the plane got in the way? I yeah. think I think they targeted that plane because they didn't know what it was. You think? Because like this isn't like Barry shooting down a plane. This isn't just like two angles. This isn't like a two D you know picture. There's literally three dimensions they can shoot that in, or maybe even four when you're talking airspace. Like it's very hard to intercept something in the air. And it's not like they were sending thousands of missiles. It was like tens. I, I think it had to have been targeted by accident or on purpose. But the, the story looks like they were incompetent and it was an accident. Whatever. And it's a really, really bad accident because, again, you can be incompetent if without missiles. Great. Like your incompetence isn't going to affect anybody. This incompetence with the missile technology um is is a is a plane uh a jet airliner shot out of the sky and it's it's awful i mean the same thing happened during ukraine when russia came into crimea there was a, a commercial airliner over that airspace shot down by accident i think both sides blaming the other um but again it's just like these areas are on guard they don't have the right training or the you know safety protocols and they've shot down you know, civilians over their airspace. Not good. Um, so on the bright side, a few of you were able to take advantage of this really nice dip in rates because the news came out on Friday last week. The end of the day, had we saw repricing for the better. Really good options. Uh, we went over the weekend, really some uncertainty about what was going on. Monday, great. Tuesday, great. 
but then, um, which I would say is probably good for uh, like a foreign policy. If like, I didn't want uh, like personally a, a, an escalation with Iran, I mean, war is expensive, lives are lost. Um, so I thought if we could now have, you know, we took out the general and we can deescalate, that would be great. Um, for, you know, foreign, you know, foreign policy, not necessarily mortgage rates, as we saw, because as soon as the markets got wind or took note that um, we weren't, I guess, imminently going to war with Iran, we recovered. Rates came back up. The stock market is higher now than before the general was killed. Um, and, and Rob Christman, I'll give him some credit, had some good commentary this morning on it, how like it seems right. The markets don't view short term military conflict in a, a negative light. You don't have a thought? Any military conflict with Iran is not going to affect our stock market long term. No. You don't think a protracted military? I mean, there's no protracted military. We're not. Oh, there isn't. The I, but I'm saying if there were, we're, if there never, were. we're never putting boots on the ground in Iran. It's that, never going to happen. Yeah, there'll be missiles shot at them. And I mean, I guess, but that's not you. Uh, not you don't want that to be our negotiating position. If they know that that's the case, then why? Because they want you. We want you. Always want the other side to think you can do anything. That you like. I think most people in the Middle East know that we're not going to have very many boots on the ground ever anymore in the Middle East. We're going to shoot rockets. You drones. say that, and that's like this generation. But uh, you know, people forget, and I'm sure you know. Thirty years from There's now, for we're going to be having anymore. the same debate. What are we going to get anymore? Well, it's we don't need the oil anymore. I mean, you they we had boots on the ground because we always had to protect thought, our oil interests. I thought after you know after Vietnam, we were saying no. You know, United States, we're not going to get involved in these foreign affairs to bring democracy. And then it's like next oil. thing you know, we're in Iraq, oil bringing democracy to those people. Oil. Um, yeah, sure right, we were. Right. We were really bringing democracy. Well, you can't sure sell were. a war. You think the, the people here would support war for oil? That seems like a very like James Bond villain type of very <laughs> type of attitude. Though. Why, why else would we? Well, we did. We said purpose. to bring democracy. Well, to bring democracy to these oppressed. We individuals. usually don't do a really good job with democracy. We did anyway. in Japan. Japan, uh, huge success. Mortgage rates are and still Europe low after World War II. They're staying low. Rates, uh, the 10 years below 2%, below 1.8, I mean, below 1.9 to 1.8. Rates are in the high threes to the low fours, especially if you got good credit. Yeah. If you did a loan last, what do you want to say? Anywhere between before last February, you probably have a chance to refinance. Any loan done between last February and the last few years, um, your rate's probably too high. If you're buying a house this spring right now, should be getting pre-qualified. Uh, looking at your credit, maybe you got a 719, get up to 720 and get a little better rate. So start looking at that. Um, we're getting a bunch of calls. We got two already today. Yeah, for spring for spring purchases. Yep. So it's going to happen. There's no time soon. too early though to start on that uh, on that spring purchase because it doesn't matter if you're not buying till April or even if you're waiting till the next Christmas. You want to run everything now, know where you stand, because things like credit and you don't know the mortgage guidelines, and we do, and we'll get you in that right position, you know, so that 
you are going to be eligible when the time comes. So you're there's probably getting your visa bill in the mail for all your Christmas shopping <laughs> here in the next yeah. uh, day or so, week or so. Yeah. Um, cash out refinances still going very, very strong. Cook Equity County in houses much, much higher. Unless you're in a really high end, high end houses kind of haven't really gone up much. But no. anything below five hundred thousand, four hundred thousand dollars, most of your houses have gone up in value. Get rid of your private mortgage insurance if you have that. Get rid of your your FHA mortgage insurance um, if you can to, to refinance. Yep. Um, cash out only to 80% now, and that includes FHA, 80% loan to value. Yep. So if your house is worth 200 grand, you go up to 160 um, to cash out. Um, but that's pick a, up a home equity line. But, of but that also. is a people have this like negative reaction a lot of times when you talk about a cash out refinance because they think like no like I don't want to pay all the interest on this money. But it's better than twenty percent on your exactly. credit. Exactly, it depends what you are going to do with that money. If you're saying I want money cash out of my house so I can buy lottery tickets, like I'm probably going to talk you out of that. Um, and if I don't, I am not good at my job. Um, but I have lots of scenarios where, let's say, you know, you have a, a four and a half. I have one client right now I'm working with. Four and a half rate currently on their 30-year fix, got a couple years ago, um, 150 or so outstanding. We're getting him and his family a new loan for 180000 now, not paying any costs at like 4% or like 4.099, one of those off rates, really close to 4%, no costs. And they're getting about 30000 out to consolidate credit cards because, one, the 150 they already owe is going from 4.5 down to the lower rate. And then the extra thirty grand in cash out they're going to get is going to be used for a really good purpose. They're already paying this interest. At they're 10, buying a new boat? 10 to 20% on their credit cards. No. Fishing poles? Uh, no. I mean, you could. That's what you could. Literally, you could buy lottery tickets with the money from a cash out Nothing refinance. But again, where it really, really makes sense is, you know, what are you going to use this money for? And anyone that is carrying a credit card balance month to month, and I'm not talking, you know, you use your card for the points or the cash back and you pay it in full at the end of the month. I'm, I'm not talking about you. If you're paying anything less than the full balance, and you don't have one of those teaser starter rates, you are paying crazy interest on that balance each and every month. It is accruing. I'm sure on your statement, it's like if you only make this minimum payment, you'll pay it off. You know, your grandkids might be able to pay this credit card off, you know, in, in 206 years. Um, because those rates, you know, 10% would be a great credit card rate. I see them, you know, 18, 20, 22%. It really depends, but they're outrageous. And taking that money out of your home to get it on a 30-year at a fixed rate, a, a, a monthly affordable payment that you can actually make, um, I mean, that can be life-changing. Those, those are the types of uh, loans that you know, make me feel good at the end of the closing because you know that this person is coming out the other side, this family is coming out the other side, and they are in a completely different financial position than they were before. Um, VA loans now, a um, little different on going to 100% um, on the cash out. So you're really at 90, is it 96.4 or 96.6, 2.4 on the, uh, on the upfront now? 
Yeah, I mean, it depends. I That's, it's night, I so you you got to call January us because it matters. You know, it matters. If were you in the reserves? Were you in the reserves? Were you in the regular military? Were you active duty? Were are well, you, you receiving get, disabilities? It's still benefits. really the only loan that you can get very very close to 100 percent financing. Bottom line and ca- cash out. And so for if, you veterans that have earned that benefit, it's the lowest rate product you're going to get as well. It's so a for sure if you're a veteran, you got a lot of credit card bills. Um, absolutely, give us a call. Um, I keep hearing this guy on the radio say that he's closing the the VA loans in in 14 days. Let me tell you something. I I don't know how that is. No appraisal. First of all, it has nothing to do with us or our processing or anything else. If they're telling 14 days, I don't know how that's happening because the appraisers are what hold it up. for. They're taking three weeks. On our side. Two weeks, three weeks. We take your information. We could have everything clear and ready to go. Literally seven business days, seven yep. eight business and days, and I think we could easy. on the Earls, earlier on on the non-appraisal right. Earls, if then it, if we no can appraisals close are easy. required. 10, 10, yeah, days. fourteen days is no great shakes, but, but if you're it's doing a, lie. a cash out refinance or you're doing a purchase, you and need an appraisal. VA, you need an appraisal, and the appraisers on VA are awfully, awfully slow. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to buy VA, that we are as fast as anybody else out there. Our technology, I will. Put it against anybody that you hear, including every big bank out there, how quickly we're able to get stuff. And let me just final thing to add to that is like these are these are not Townstone appraisers. These are not Bank of America appraisers. These are these these are VA appraisers through the, the, the government's VA website is where every VA lender in the country gets their VA appraisals from. That is where they order it from the exact same system. And we know it doesn't take 14 days. But I'm, I, I did a VA loan right before I left on the 18th or 17th, and it's clear to close today. Today's what, the 9th? I mean, 10th. 10th. Today's the but 10th. it's still less than 30. Yeah, yeah, it's and, 21 and days. We were all done on our side. Um, I think January 3rd, we were all done. We were ready to, we were just waiting for the appraisal to come in. So. Um, we're so, still getting but, them and you're very, just talking about time. You don't even right. you have to call us. You'll see the process is better. And if you're shopping, you're going to see we have a better rate, lower costs. Well, there's a, there's lenders out there right now that are still taking 60 to 90 days to close close things. If you want to get something done quickly with very little stress, with very little paperwork, everything's done electronically. Um, I mean, we are in 2020 at Townstone. Call us. We're gonna get we're gonna get the deals done very very quick. I mean, refinances, purchases, underwriters are looking at them basically. In, excuse me, in twenty four hours. Um, and talking our t- turnaround we're, time is really really quick. We're so. very good at talking people out of reverse mortgages. So you, well, I don't want to talk interested out of or have a family member. Good. We'll be happy to talk you out of it. Now, in the chance that it's perfect for you, we'll be happy to actually help you with it. But again, I'll be Tom Selleck. I will not talk you out of it. I trust <laughs> the reverse mortgage. The only reason that we talk anybody out of a reverse mortgage is if we can do it conventionally. That's if we can do it conventionally or your yeah. life plan or your family member's life plan doesn't match what the reverse mortgage is for. Like, yeah, we're going to sell in six months. Uh, no, you don't want to do a reverse mortgage then. Okay, the future is here, and we must go. You must go. I must go. And I will be here. Give me a call, 312-896-2114. Go to townstone.com, free consultation, purchase, refinance, reverse mortgage, just to chat. Cash out. Cash Cash out, out. refinance. Pay your bills. Look at your bills. You have equity in your house. Let's do a cash out refinance.
Fair enough. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you soon. And we're still live. <laughs>